Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, joined by the one and only Coach G. We are excited to be here today, me especially, because let's just jump into it. The man, the legend, the goat himself has already come out of retirement. Yep, Tom Brady, folks. He announced on Twitter, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa, unfinished business, LFG. We're going to also move into game cock chatter as well. The... Legend as well, Frank Martin, for the first time in a decade, South Carolina is now in the market for a new head coach. South Carolina decided to part ways with longtime men's basketball coach Frank Martin. We're going to jump into some opinions, and we cannot wait to share them with you. Coach, thanks for being here today. Yo, yo, what's going on? Y'all know me, man. Tom Brady back, blue, blue, blue. You know, uh, A.B., she's excited. She almost Peter Pants, you understand, when the news was was announced. So, you know, this episode, she going to get her flowers. I know she going to get her rocks off. It's cool. I'm just here. I'm, I mean, I'm just here for the ride, you know? What's going on, y'all? <laughs> what is going on, y'all? He is right. I was elated when the news came out. I was at work, actually, and I had to, like, pause for a second. And I was like, wait, what? The first thing I thought, I have to be honest, the first thing I said was, what team? Because, you know, everybody's been talking about this 49ers. They've been chattering about that as well. So at first, I mean, I'm like, what team? And not only that, the whole media started up this whole kind of, does Bruce and, and Tom have a feud? And, and, and like, did that not it? And that I never believed. But that was always just something, you know, kind of keep in the back of your mind. But it comes to find out Bruce and Tampa Bay, or as we know it, Tampa Bay, Open arms. They were ready, and the whole city I know is rejoicing right now. Not even the city. I mean, every every football fan, mm. if you're a true football fan, you're either upset that your team's going to have another losing season because you know Tom Brady's coming back in, or you're just happy to see him play again if you're someone like me because my first thing I said to coach was, I don't care what happens. I'm going to a game this season. I don't care where that game is, where he plays. I have to see him in real life. Oh, he played the Giants. Because now it's a reality where we know this probably could be his last year and, and probably is. But regardless, it's one of those things like a Michael Jordan. It, it, it is. Tom Brady. And it's it would be a shame to say that. I've lived this life and I didn't get to just sit and really enjoy watching a game that I haven't like worked at or just, or didn't get to enjoy. So a hundred percent on my list, definitely going to a Bucks game. Maybe they're playing against the Giants. You never know. I hope so. <laughs> now, of course the whole team rejoiced Mike Evans, Bruce Arians, you got um, Mike Edwards, Chris Godwin, you know, the whole team happy as hell. So coach, this is the question I'm going to ask you right now. Okay. Is Tampa Bay a Super Bowl contender again now that Tom Brady is their QB? Okay. One, you know that Tampa was the oldest team in the league this past season. A lot of those guys 
signed one-year deals to come back and try to repeat. It's a lot of contracts out there on that team that need to be reworked or some guys going to have to take less or they have to get out there all like they want to leave off to all together. You understand? So that's kind of in limbo. Number two, Tom. Yeah. Tom gives you a better, a better option because honestly, like we didn't know once Aaron Rodgers went back to Green Bay, Deshaun's and talks with a couple of different teams, which Tampa was going to be one of them. Uh, you know, Russ, he's going to the Broncos. So after that, like, who would you have? Blaine Gabbert? Like, I heard Blaine, man, this guy was telling me about Blaine. I like, Blaine, dude, don't ever have a conversation with me about Blaine Gabbert. Again, in your ever forsaken life. If he's still in the league, even Colt McCoy just got signed today. If they, he's still, if they're still in the league, you trying to tell me Cap can't be in the league backing up somebody? I digress. So, back to the point. You know, Tom Brady coming off of uh, uh, his second best season of his career, statistically, besides the 2007 season, when he threw for 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions. I think this year it was like 44, 46, something like that. 12 interceptions. QB rating, 102. He gives you he gives you a better option to win because anybody else besides those guys I named previously that already been signed, now you're going you're taking the back seat, you're taking a step back, and you're going back to no knock against Jameis Winston because he's a good quarterback. He led the league in passing and interceptions, but Tom Brady he doesn't make mistakes. He's a leader. Those guys are excited. I just don't know if they can get everybody signed. So it's going to be some pieces that's going to have to be moved, I think. But in the NFC, he realizes, he said, I'm for this business. And he realizes, yo, besides Aaron Rodgers, who else I got to compete with in that, in, in, that, in that division? You know, like maybe if, you know, if Watson goes to the Saints, maybe as he's going to meet with them, it could be. You know, some competition, but Matt Stafford, who just won a Super Bowl. I mean, those, those that's really the only competition you have at quarterback in that division. So, yeah, you know, Tom puts you in, in back in the conversation for being a contender because y'all didn't know what y'all were going to do. There's no quarterbacks coming out in the draft that, that, that y'all can, like, groom or anything. Blaine Gabbert? Weak. No, no, no. Draft for quarterbacks. You are right about that. You know, so... I, I, I do want to ask about this as well. You're, you're Tom Brady after 22 years and just us as fans, even just seeing Tom Brady through social and TV, we see this guy who works so hard, loves the game of football, always is finding ways to get better, to improve himself and those around him. He finally makes that decision. He says, I'm going to put it down now. I, I fulfilled myself. I want to go spend time with my family. They've given me so much. He's openly spoken about these things. Now, if you're Tom Brady, what, did you just hang out at home for a few months and you were like, damn, this is not it for me? I mean, I'm I'm not saying that in a bad way either. I'm saying, are you just like, damn, like, 
I do still like belong on that field. Or are you just kind of like, what is he thinking? What do you think in this moment? You're just as a guy. Hey, as a guy, as a father, uh, you like okay, yeah. You you at home for a few weeks, forty three days. You're at home. Like I'm retired. Yeah. Then you start looking around. Like hmm, you get that itch. You know, training's coming up. The OTs. You start thinking like, man, pieces are being moved. You start looking around your division. Then you get a tweet from LeBron James. Or you get a call from a text from LeBron James like, yo, we still can do this. LeBron just dropped 54. So now you're thinking, you know what? You know, Giselle, the kids are nice. I got to get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> so you dip, you got to get back on the field, back in the training. Because, yeah, it's cool, but, you know, this is what we love to do. So, and I'm pretty sure he didn't make that decision with, with, without, you know, talking with Giselle. He didn't just say, yo, I'm, I'm going to play. Nah, I said, baby, if you want to do this, go ahead. And But maybe he did. Maybe he just woke up like, damn, the G- Giselle. She looked really looking all sexy and stuff, but he was like, yo. Baby, I got a few more. Baby, I'm going back to the field. I'm going to be 45 this year. Let me go ahead and drop another 45 touchdowns. And you know what usually happens when Tom Brady loses in the playoffs? The next year, Super Bowl ring. Yeah, you know. Could that trend continue, coach? I mean, you never know. I don't know. Who knows? Russell Wilson in the (laughs) Broncos. There you go with a B. It had to be with I mean, Russell you know was at the Broncos. Come on now. <laughs> it's been a long day, y'all. Yeah, it's been. Happy day, but a happy day for sure. Definitely much a happy day. But not so much for Frank Martin and the USC men's basketball program. It was announced earlier on Monday morning that Frank Martin and South Carolina would be parting ways. For the first time in a decade, we are now in search of someone to vil- someone to fill our void, which is a head basketball coach for the men's team. Now, let's just talk a little bit about Frank Martin to start this up before we get into the future and moving past. Frank Martin, I have to say, I truly as a guy, like I've always really liked him as a person from the outside looking in. Yes, does he seem harsh? Does he seem like an asshole, as many would say, or too harsh, or I know coach uses those words a lot with him, but I, I've had the chance of being in a media room with him and like actually being up close and getting to ask questions and one-on-one stuff. And he really can be a nice, humble guy and coaching is an everyday life and coach is a coach. So he would be able to tell you that you kind of do things when you're coaching that, I mean, you wouldn't really do in everyday life or act a certain way, I guess you could say. But as far as who he is as a person, stand-up guy, I think that he brought a lot of poise, maybe you could say, to the program. Not many wins. We did make a Final Four appearance, which was great when we had Sundarius and a whole lot of good pieces then. But since then, we've had a really hard time recruiting, especially in state. And I think that's something that really has bothered locals, including myself and coach, if if I'm on the same page. And I think that's definitely moving forward what that program, what this program needs. We need 
to focus on on recruiting, especially in state. We have a lot of talented people in South Carolina, and we need a likable coach. We need a Shane Beamer to come into this basketball program and spark light and, and kind of come in here and say what coach what Beamer said. You know, we're not coming in here to rebuild. We're coming in here to win. And, and that's ultimately what I think we're looking for right now. I, I don't want someone to think about South Carolina men's basketball and go, eh, I mean, maybe. Or, and honestly, the sad part is, is that's how many of us kind of witness it and look at it right now, especially with the women's side. Our women's basketball program and, and Don Staley, it's hard to compare to that kind of success. It really is. I mean, they're winners. They got chips. I mean, they they never fail. And if they do, trust me, it's not for long. But ultimately, Frank Martin and this move, I have to say, I think it was a business decision and I think it was the right one. Um, who is going to be filling that void for us for men's basketball? I do not know. Coach, I'm sure, has a few suggestions. I've talked about someone from Florida. Uh, at this moment, I don't really know. I'm still processing the Frank Martin thing. And also, on top of that, Gigi Jackson. This probably kills South Carolina's chances of recruiting him if we even had a chance. I mean, he was pinning our tweets, you know, he was saying a lot of stuff on social media that made it seem like he was going to come here. And now with the transition of a new head coach, I just don't know if that's in our future or even possible, to be honest. Uh, coach, I'm going to let you say your t- two cents or more. We, uh, Frank Martin, again, 10 years, a decade here at South Carolina. There's a lot to be said. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said. Shout out to Frank Martin. Like she said, she 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 has, you know, met him, you know, in the media aspect. I met Frank a few times. I used to manage uh, Dick's. I was I was the footwear manager out there for a little while. And, you know, Sundays here, he bring the kids in. And you know we have little you know little talks or whatever him and his wife, the kids as I'm fitting the kids for shoes or whatever they were doing uh, bats, gloves. So it was just like he was you know always cordial, a humble guy, you know calm. You know it's definitely night and day between sometimes him going hard on players during the course of a game. But he was the 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 feeling I got that he was a really cool guy, not only a cool coach but an awesome dad and a husband too. So that's fast forward, you know, ten years. I mean, a winning record at Carolina. I want to say maybe once. He's won more. I think he has a 555. South winning, Carolina finished this wins. season 18 and 13, 9 and 10 in the SEC. Gamecocks yeah. missed the NCAA tournament for the fifth straight season that's and the fine. ninth time in 10 years under Martin. But that's fine. I mean, out of 10 years, he's only had one NCAA appearance. And that year we went to the Final Four. Before that, we lost in the second round of the NIT. But he has a winning record in the 10 years. You know, we're not going to talk about last year. Last year was a rough, a rough year coming off COVID. A lot of, a lot of things are crazy. I think we won six games last year, but consistently we won 19, 20 games and kind of hit a ceiling coming off of Dave Odom. Now we got to figure out 
what's next. Like one thing that has hurt us in the last few years is free throw shooting. Like that's something you got to put them kids in the gym. You got to have them shooting free throws religiously. And we need, excuse me, we need a little few more shooters and we just need to really need to try to figure out a way to play. Defense was always top, but now we got to figure out a way to score points off those defensive stops. Like we got to put some breaks with showtime to Carolina. Like the slow Does game. Does that come back to recruiting? I mean, sort of, kind of. I mean, we, we, we've recruited some pretty good kids in the last couple of years. But now we got to find some straight dogs. You understand? Like, you lost out on a couple of kids. Like, the Morants. He wasn't even recruited by Carolina. You understand? He was 45 minutes up the street. Like, you got to go. I don't even think Frank Martin made the effort, is that's from what, what I'm, I'm told. That's what I'm saying. Like, so those certain kids now everybody's hyped off the kid from Ridgeview. Yeah, he, he I mean he nice. You understand? But I think it's a lot of you gotta find some dogs that really are ready to run and you and shooting, like shooting that comes that's an art. Like shooting is an art. And dribbling, if you got point guards that can't that can't handle the rock, they can't break a isolation, and you're trying to figure like you're trying to figure out who's going to carry the ball. That's tough. But I like what Carter, Carter, true freshman, he came on good. At, he wasn't even starting at the beginning of the year. He wasn't even really getting playing time. But now, t- toward the end of the season, he was getting hot. I mean, he was he was named to the freshman team. And those kind of building blocks that you see, like Frank didn't leave this in shambles. He, 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 he didn't, I agree with that. He didn't Steve Spurrier us where we don't know what to do. I think he left it in well, a positive. Well, he got fired. Steve Spurrier just straight up ditched yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got fired. <laughs> but we, I mean, we kind of knew it was coming because. Honestly, yeah. I felt he was going to have. Uh, and I think if they would have made the tournament or if the, the if they would have not gotten blown out by 20 points in their last game. Yeah. There could have been a conversation there. Yeah, it could have been a conversation. But you get blown out. In the SEC tournament, you lose a, co- a couple of questionable games throughout the season. One to Stetson, you lost to Stetson. That was a bad. That was a bad loss. Uh, Coastal Carolina, which not a bad team, but you lost to Coastal Carolina. You lost to a. You got blown out by a Clemson team. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That really, I mean, Clemson. They really was wasn't that good. So it's about three of the five losses in there that could have kind of put a pushed us up the trajectory and kind of could have put us if not in the NCAA at least would have put us in the NIT yeah you understand so Frank shots out and another thing like take like he definitely has some health issues that he had like this might be good for him just sit back commentate get your health together because it's, it's grueling coaching and Late nights watching film, not sleeping. Like some nights I lose sleep when I get blown out or the kids or you lose a, a baseball game with nobody got a hit from the opposite team, but you still lose by six. What does that happen at? But anyway, I'm going to digress. I almost got personal. 
But now this is a message from Ray Tanner after okay. the news broke on Frank Martin. He on the hot seat too. Our expectation is to compete for a Southeastern Conference and a national championship. We have great facilities, a passionate fan base, and we provide our student athletes with outstanding experience at the University of South Carolina. We will hire somebody with a winning coaching history who has the energy, passion, and commitment to excellence in all areas of the student athlete experience. Now, that says a few things to me. Number one, it says, you know, this is like my political answer. We have to win. Two, it says hey, uh, Gigi and all those other big stars we're trying to recruit, we treat our af- our <laughs> athletes great. So even though we don't have Frank anymore and that may be why you were going to come, just don't worry about that. And two, you're still going to come and we're going to replace him with a winning person. A winning man. history is what they're a- saying. Now, here are some of the potential replacements for Frank Martin. Let me hear your thoughts on him, Coach. Cleveland State's Dennis Gates. Dennis Gates, okay. We also have Carolina star B.J. Mackey. He's now an assistant coach at Wake Forest. He's at Wake Forest. He hadn't been a head coach yet and might be kind of. Now, we also have Oklahoma State's Mike. Oh, Mike. Yep. Yeah, so he, I mean, he's a former Gamecock. I mean, he, he is, you know. He those, spent those five guys. seasons as an assistant coach at South Carolina under yeah. Darian Horn. Yeah, he was on Darian Horn. But, he played. but I think his buyout is believed to be prohibited, so. We'll we'll see about that, but Mike, Mike, a few options. Again, no offense, none of those really seem amazing to me. But I will say that was another issue that was spoken about with the firing of Frank Martin. Is even if we do fire him, you know who's running over here to coach South Carolina men's basketball? But nah, I mean South Carolina is. A, I mean it's a good job. I mean is like the SEC is. I mean is you're going to compete. And we had a 500 regular season record, nine and nine. And just to kind of be in the middle of that road, competing, we had a couple of big wins. LSU was one of them. I think Ole Miss was another one. We had a couple of big ones. And I think we got some talent. And I think the next coach, it would be a great job for him. He might have a little bit of work. Like, he has to be a master recruiter. He got to be able to walk in some of these homes and talk to some of these parents, some of these mothers and fathers, and get – these kids on board like you have to be relatable and i think that's something that like i i'm not i'm not trying to be over the top when i say this but we, we need a black coach we need a black coach and that's the only way that i can say it. i love frank and i'm i mean he has a i mean i'm not frank is awesome there's nothing about that but these kids like frank like coach g saying when they come in the house i mean they, they don't they don't come up at all the same they they don't know yeah. they can't relate and when you come in and you're all up and prissy and and just it's different. I'm a Frank how, gangster. gangster. He came and, from Miami. You know, fr- Frank, he was a I gangster do agree, kid but from Miami. I don't want to hire this old white guy to come in here that these yeah. kids can't relate to. That yeah. that don't really that doesn't really understand what Frank has put in place yeah. and how he's grown to have these great relationships. Because that's one thing we can say. These kids, as much as we see the bad Frank Martin, they always preach about the good. Oh, nah. Because Martin, they know that that yeah. guy is, cares about them. Yeah, I, right. I've, I specifically, I'm not going to say a name, but I just want to say a story that I know about a guy that played basketball here when I was in school. Long story short, got in trouble all the time. All the time, man. And, the, and I mean, the resources. I mean, Frank... Would would be there for him in a second. I mean, I remember he got pulled over one night, called him, and literally dropped everything he was doing to make sure he could come help this guy. 
and and help move him forward. And just things like that, that at the end of the day, even if you don't have a winning season or if you don't go pro after you play college, that's what that really matters, dude. That that's what you remember. Like I went to South Carolina and Frank Martin had my back. The, mm. the Columbia had my back. And they still do. And I'm a part of that community. Right, right. I mean, I can't say it any better than what you just said just now. Uh, I can say shout out to Frank, uh, your family. Just hang around a little bit, man. Hang around, relax. I mean, you you got the crib out there, Northeast. Chill on out. Don't be mad at us when it's on to the next you know, one. I mean, just just chill. You know, Mike, uh, Boykin, I, I like him. He came up with me. We was going. We went to school. Uh, well, we'll see, man. We get a big name in there. Another thing, man. Shout out to the Carolina baseball team. So we talk about Carolina. We've had a we had a rough five game stretch. We lost zero five. But we 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 swept Texas. Woo! You know that was number one team in the nation. And that's how you play some Carolina baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to Braswell again. You know, closing the door in that I'll first give game. Kingston a shout out right there. Oh, yeah, keep Kingston. that keep that work up, boy. Yeah. I now mean, you see jobs are on the line. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you talking about jobs are on the line? Ray Tanner. Yo, Ray Tanner. Ray Tanner. I mean, he been at ten seasons. Is he next? He been at, he been at ten seasons, but this is the first time he's had to try to go out. And find a basketball coach. I mean, he's hired two football guys. So, which even see. then, not even being a jerk, we still don't have a great track record. <laughs> I mean, well, if we're we'll going to be honest, we'll see, man. I'm always, always I, optimistic. I'm optimistic as well. I'm looking forward to seeing how this story progresses and who our next potential coach could be. Lord knows, I know <laughs> I mean, this community no really, is excited for. Maybe just a little bit of change. I yeah. think that's that's good for everyone. There's no really big names out there, but I know there's a few guys on different various benches across, you know, across the southeast that could I mean potentially be great hires. So I mean we I mean we'll see what we'll see. What, just bring the passion to South Carolina and I all. promise we'll bring the rest. Oh, we're gonna be good. That's all that's good. all that we need. Bring your be, passion for us and our I mean, team and our city, and we got the rest for we're you. We're gonna tailgate, we're gonna buy tickets, we 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 we're gonna be passionate. And we have a great time. And until next time, guys, you know I got to shout out our socials for you. Instagram, at Opinions on Pickens, as well as Twitter, at OO Pickens. Don't forget about the TikTok, at Opinions on Pickens. We got some hilarious stuff on there, especially some new Tom Brady skits. You're going to want to tune in. Oh, Lord. And until next time, I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson. Peace. winning. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.